There are many ways people listen to vision, including through a PC at work. When you fire up your computer at work, go to vision.org.au slash listen and click the Vision or V180 Listen Live buttons. You can also catch the latest Vision National News Bulletin and enjoy a growing range of on-demand podcasts from the same page all while you work. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Each year, the Muslim community around the world have a month-long prayer and fasting ritual in order to draw closer to their God called Allah. One of the consequences of this time on the Muslim calendar is that there are many within the religion of Islam who become more violent. We know this because during Ramadan, persecution towards Christians living in Islamic countries intensifies. Emma Rogers from Open Doors is across the Christian response to Ramadan for this year, and Emma's joining us. Hello, Emma. Welcome along to 2020. Hi, Neil. Thanks for having me. Emma, Ramadan is already underway and continues through until the 4th of June. It's a month every year they've got this month set aside. The intensifying of the religiousness within Islam, uh, it has got its consequences, hasn't it? Yes, it does. Uh, For Christians living in Islamic nations, persecution really does increase during Ramadan. Uh, Last year I was actually in a couple of Muslim countries during Ramadan Um, And even as a visitor there, we weren't allowed to even drink water or chew gum in public. Um, There were screens around some cafes uh, where non-Muslims could eat and drink, but you couldn't see in or out. Uh, Some restaurants were closed for the whole month of Ramadan. I could feel the pressure there as a visitor, uh, but it would be nothing compared to the daily pressure Christians who live their faith. Emma, just take us a little deeper here because you've been there. You've been in these Islamic countries. For Christians who are present there, oftentimes they feel as though they have to participate in Ramadan. Otherwise, there could be dire consequences even for their lives. Is that the case? Yes, that's true. Uh, We saw that last year um, in Ramadan 2018. In Egypt, we heard of um, a couple of men, Adele and Honey, Um, Both of them uh, were persecuted for their faith just for drinking water during the day. Um, Adele explained that a group of Muslim men came up to him and they asked him why he was breaking Ramadan fasting by drinking water. And he said to them, I'm a Christian. Um, But as soon as they heard that he was a Christian, they attacked him and they beat him. Um, And another man, Honey, was arrested just for having a bottle of water in his bag. Um, He was Uh, taken to the police station, um, and he told them that he wasn't fasting because he was a Christian. But they insulted him and said that he had to stay until sunset and wouldn't let him even sit down. So we're seeing that uh, year upon year, persecution increases for Christians during Ramadan. Wow. Hearing a story like that really intensifies this understanding of why we need to support the persecuted church because uh, that's a dreadful story as we hear that. And that that must be duplicated many, many times. You'd be hearing stories like this frequently, wouldn't you? 
Yes, yes, we are. And we expect that we would hear more uh, during Ramadan this year as well. Okay, let's talk about intensifying persecution because as it starts... Uh, and Ramadan started on the 5th of May. It'll continue through until the 4th of June. As I understand it, Emma, things start to even get more intense towards the end of Ramadan. Is this because passions are somehow increasing or uh, people are intensifying their devotion to Islam and therefore there is even a more reaction to Christianity? It's interesting. We've heard that Towards the end of Ramadan, um, on the 31st of May this year, is the night of power. We hear that on that night, a lot of Muslims have dreams and visions of a man in white, and we know that that's Jesus. Um, so we're seeing that towards the end of Ramadan, while Muslims have been fasting and praying and seeking to know God, they're seeking to know Allah, Jesus is actually revealing himself to Muslims um, towards the end of Ramadan. So that could be uh, a reason that Christians face more persecution towards the end of Ramadan as well. Muslims have been fasting uh, for almost 30 days. They've been going from sunrise to sunset without any water, without any food. That's a really long time to be fasting and praying. So, yeah, we do see that towards the end, persecution uh, does intensify for Christians. Wow. So the 31st of May will be a very important date. And interesting, as you say, that is typically a night when there are Muslim people around the world who are dreaming and they see this presence of the person who's dressed in white and then they have this question, who is this person? And this is not just an odd every now and then occurrence. This is so frequent. So the expectation, Emma, that the 31st of May this year, these sorts of amazing, supernatural, uh, divinely inspired occurrences are likely to be happening. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's true. So uh, we encourage Christians uh, around Australia to pray on the 31st of May. At that night, Muslims would meet Jesus in a dream and in visions. And then it really gets interesting, doesn't it? Because a Muslim who has had that experience of the dream then is somehow or other looking for someone who can explain what the dream was all about. And so they identify people who are Christians and then when they convert to Christianity, that is when there is all sorts of difficulties, violence even. Give us some insight into what happens when someone meets Jesus as a Muslim and they're in a Muslim country where Christianity is really quite outlawed. We're praying that Muslims will meet Jesus, but we know that more often than not, persecution follows. New Christians from a Muslim background are often isolated from their friends and their family and their community. And that's exactly what happened to a man named Ibrahim from Algeria. He met a Christian one day who shared Jesus with him, and then he secretly met with a local pastor and he became a Christian. But he was too afraid to tell his family. He knew that there would be consequences. So he didn't tell his wife or his children or his parents because he knew that his wife and children would be taken away from him if anyone found out that he was a Christian. Eventually, Ibrahim felt convicted to be open about his faith. So he told his father first, and his father was furious. His father was silent for 15 minutes and then went and gathered all of Ibrahim's brothers and sisters who came to his home and beat him, and they shouted at him to renounce Jesus. 
Ibrahim's own children were there, and they begged him to deny Jesus so that they could have their dad back. And this is what they said. They said, Daddy, Daddy, please renounce your Christian faith. Return to Islam so you can always be our father. Ibrahim told us uh, that it was so hard to hear them saying that. But then he said, I couldn't renounce Jesus. I couldn't renounce my faith. I said to my children, I love you, I love you, but I love Jesus more. And for me, that story just gets me every time because I can't imagine what it would be like for him in that situation. It's so confronting to hear him say that to his children. But that's how firm his faith is. He loves Jesus so much. He knows the truth of the gospel. And he just, he knows the truth of the gospel so much that he would give up everything else. Ibrahim was thrown out of the family home and he lived with a pastor for a few months before his father told him he could come home and see his family again. So we see that when Muslims meet Jesus, persecution follows. And that's exactly why Open Doors exists, to support Christians like Ibrahim who are persecuted for their faith in Jesus. Emma, what is the Christian response to Ramadan? What sort of resources can people access? Is there a particular prayer focus this year? What will people get when they go onto the Open Doors website as some sort of resource to help them to pray into these circumstances? Yeah, this year we have a campaign called A Dedicated Faith, which is a Christian response to Ramadan. It's all about experiencing a day in the life of a Christian from a Muslim background. And the inspiration behind this campaign came from a trip to the Middle East where we met Sarah. She was a Muslim who had come to faith in Jesus. And she said to us, As a Muslim, I used to pray five times a day to a God who terrified me. Then, when I met Jesus, a God of grace who reached down to us, I prayed ten times a day. And that's what a dedicated faith is all about. Um, We see that when Muslims meet Jesus, they take the religious discipline that they've spent their life learning and they point it towards Jesus. Many still choose to fast during Ramadan, but now they fast as a response to what Jesus has done for them. So we're asking the church in Australia to experience what it's like to be a Christian in the Muslim world and live a dedicated faith. That looks like choosing one day during Ramadan and with your church or your small group, fast, pray, gather and give to support Christians living in these most dangerous countries to follow Jesus. Um, So your day would look like fasting throughout the day to focus on prayer. We have prayer points that you can pray throughout the day, then gathering in the evening to share a Middle Eastern feast and then giving to our project. This year, our project is in Algeria. A donation of $17 can give a Bible through our local partners. Okay, so people making a donation this year, uh, they can do that through the Open Doors website at opendoors.org.au. The campaign this year is called A Dedicated Faith, and just listening to you, Emma, just recognising just how significant it is that people are changing from the dedication that they have in their faith in Islam, being freed from that, what we might even describe as an oppressive religion, because they have an encounter with Jesus Christ, and oftentimes in a dream, 
that they are coming to faith and they're bringing dedication to their faith as Christian believers and as Christian believers supporting the persecuted church. Uh, this is the way we have this focus. Uh, let me point people to the Open Doors website, opendoors.org.au. And we are in the month of Ramadan and there is a Christian response you might like to join in this year. I'll simply point you to opendoors.org.au. Emma Rogers from Open Doors. Emma, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and your heart with us about Ramadan today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.